All right, guys, this is DJ Guns on Laboratory of Metal on ZooTap Radio. Tonight I'm on the phone with members of Mudflux. What's up, guys? How you doing? All right. All right. So I've got I've got Jason and I have the uh, new member uh, Nine. Correct. Yes. Yep. All right. Cool. Cool. So uh, where are you guys from? We're still in Tulsa, Oklahoma uh, for now. Right, you're about about hour hour and a half north north of us here in DFW. So, uh, well, first of all, let's, let's go do do a little history between Jason and I. Uh, Jason, you and I, we've known each other for I don't know, about about five and a half six years, I guess. Yeah, every bit of that from when I was living in Dallas and yeah. playing in bands. Yep, yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, with, with your former band, we won't name the name, but uh, we, we were introduced. We, we were introduced uh, to each other uh, through through that experience, and uh, we had a conversation then. And then you you know took a departure, and then you went to Mudflux, went to Oklahoma, and then to form Mudflux, which again, and I'll use the word again, departure from what you had here. And let's talk about Mudflux and how it all kind of came to be. Well, it was uh, a lot of people I knew. By growing up in Oklahoma, including nine, he and I played in a band together when we were teenagers, uh, just before I actually moved to Texas. So when I was back, uh, he was always on my radar to have someone come in and play. Uh, but just at the time, when I picked up other members, they bring people with them as well. So uh, with Becky coming in, and at the time, her husband Richard was playing badminton, and Zach. Our nephew started off, well, not original drums, but he did. He came in after the original drummer left. So we went three years with that lineup, and, you know, it was good. It was a family thing. And then Richard, uh, you know, just had some things in his life that he said I needed to do, kind of my list of to-do at the age I am, and I need to step back. And I totally understand the way he explained it. made a lot of sense, and I think it's, couldn't have been timed better when we're in lockdown now, so I went back to the original idea um, with and who I wanted to play bass and who I wanted to be in the band, so I called right. many meetings, many dinners together, and some rehearsals, and then finally thought, this is it, this is the way the music should have sounded from the beginning. Right, exactly. You know, you know no takeaway from, from Richard or anything, and you guys are, are a good band all, all the way around. And um, you guys have a sound that's just quite different than what you're hearing out there today. And um, like I said, I, I dig on it. I like it. And uh, two of the songs that are kind of my favorites you guys had out uh, was "Burn Me On" and "Cosmic Eye." So I want to I want to touch on those two songs and talk about them. And then after after our conversation, then we'll go back and play them for for the listeners. Um, so let's, let's talk about "Burn Me On." What what that song is all about.
started rehearsing with Ty, and since then, the songs even evolved further into a much more idea and more of what we're going to be doing in the future. But I let him talk a bit of what he thought approaching that song and how uh, he felt that some things could be changed in it. Okay. So, uh, I, when, when he came over, we went over the song. It was, it was a bass line written by the guitar player <laughs> to, the guitar, to the guitar line. And um, so, I, you know, I learned the song that way. And by, by a few weeks into it, I, I, I was hearing that I was hearing different things in my head. And so, of course, the freedom to go ahead and uh, um, um, alter it a little bit, which I did. And, you know, it's still the same song, it's just got a little groovy uh, bass line. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's more that's, I, I, I think that's kind of what I'm saying in our new sound is the bass is now independently functioning just like the guitar and drops in the vocals are. Okay. Well, and that, that, would, that would make sense, you know, because you guys, individually, you guys are quite accomplished musicians. And speaking, speaking of that, Jason, we're going to start with you and ask you about some of your influences as a guitarist yourself. So now I'm going to ask you the same question. as a musician it's good to be well-rounded like that you know because yeah you can can tell Shane by the people he mentioned that he's talking about people and bands that we all associate with great writers and they write great songs and that's a great song I don't I like good bass players but I like a great song and and, and sometimes being a great bass player means being subdued and just playing with that standard Right, exactly. Which, 
which you know again a good a good bass player can can hold his own or her own in a band and then also play off of the drums play off the vocals play off of the guitar you know that's that's what it's all about yeah absolutely absolutely and queen queen is a great band yeah very, very cool. So, um, with 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 the new lineup and everything going with, with the new bass player, anyway, do you, are you guys going to go back in studio studio and re-record the, the old stuff, or are you going to come up with, with some new stuff? I, I was thinking about that even a couple of weeks ago. There's a slight interest, but I'm kind of holding because I, you know, he mentioned Kids. Now, first album, if you look at it, kind of does a callback to the old Kids Alive too, and the next album will have one of kind of a look of one of our favorite bands that I like about kids is by the third album or fourth album they were doing a live album and right. I think that back up and kind of re-record the new versions will happen but right now the focus is on you know him picking up the pre-existing step and then we're going to expand our step because of the quarantine we can't travel very far but we can play local play local you got three hours so we're going to do the pre <laughs> Speaking of the pandemic, and you guys, of course, we, we just touched on that, but um, you guys are not able to play as much. So how has, has that affected you as a band in a negative or a positive way? And I, fu- I fully see that you guys are going to make, make good use of that time. So, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I, I know that you're the uh, consummate professional, so you know I don't worry about that too much. So, all right. So, you know, you guys again, you're coming out with you know, with a new look, a new sound, and everything else. So, can you kind of give us a glimpse of what to expect? Uh, I don't know. 
retro meets a little bit of modern um, in, in that kind of philosophy. So I, I think the overall sound as a whole, the listener's going to hear a more dynamic band. And, you know, they can stop for that moment and kind of get lost in what the drums are doing or lost in just the bass or just the vocals. And then, oh, yeah, I forgot. Well, what about this instrument over here? So you've got a lot uh, a lot more dynamic than the band overall. I think the stage show is going to be considerably different. Okay. Um, the us uh, is not abandoning kind of our philosophy or anything like that, but I think it's going to be much, much more developed. Okay. Because I know when I saw you guys at it, O'Reilly's, I guess it was last year, um, you guys were, were pretty on point then. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it, that was one of the best shows. That's still up on YouTube and a few other places. And that was really uh, a big show. And we think back on that one. That was kind of a real peak for us. But of course, we've been, I think we came in from San Antonio or Amarillo at the time. Uh, right. So we've been playing those on there. Uh, I know this one. This one's going to be a lot, there's going to be a lot more ins and outs with this one. And I think the listeners are going to get definitely a full show, which is what we're known for. Right. Right, exactly. So, you know, you mentioned you guys not being able to be able to play as much. Have you guys played at all in the last year? Yes, we did. We, uh, you know, normally we run about 50 shows a year, going in up 20. I think there was something like 25 or 30 that had been canceled. Um, and so our last show was uh, just at Halloween. We played our last show of the year. So it's been a while right. since we've played. And I know the talk of us doing the travel like we used to is just dependent on when things open up again. Um, but we've talked, I've, I've talked to several bands about um, doing a tour with them a little bit bigger national and, and we'll see if we can't make that happen. Okay. All right, very cool. I know I'm excited and I know the listeners who have heard the show and they, they heard your music on the show, I'm sure that they're willing to get back out there too and see you guys live again because I know I am and I'll be one of the first ones knocking at your door to see you. So there you go. Alright, all right, guys, well, I'm going to wrap up this this conversation, but I do want to come back once everything's kind of finished and final, and you guys got some yeah. recorded stuff out there going on, and get you guys on the show, and, uh, you know, we, we can have, have another conversation. Absolutely, you'll be the first to know. Alright, appreciate that, man, and thank you guys very much for this opportunity, and we will look forward to what's coming up for you guys this year, and again, thank you very much. Thank you, Shane, thank you. Alright, talk to you guys later. Right, bye. Bye. Alright guys, that was my conversation with members of Mudflux, Jason and Nine, the new bassist. Hope you enjoyed it. I had an absolute blast talking to those guys as usual. Uh, like I said, I've known Jason for several years now and man, great day coming out of Oklahoma, so pay attention. 